Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka, as always, and I welcome you to my videos, I welcome you to my channel, and I hope that you guys are enjoying all the content that I've been putting out there. Someone called me prolific the other day and I thought that was really cool. Um, there are a lot of videos out there and there's a lot of stuff that I put out there, so you know, take it slowly uh, and try to learn from it as much as possible. In this video, I want to speak to you guys about how INFJs hate saying goodbye. Now, of course, this is not a trait that is exclusive to us. A lot of people hate saying goodbye. But I hate, I mean, INFJs in general hate saying goodbye so much that we'll actually completely avoid the person if we have to say goodbye to them. Recently, I had this situation happen to me uh, because I left Toronto and I moved back to Chiang Mai. I say back as if this is my home. I do consider Chiang Mai my home more than I consider Toronto my home now. Uh, Toronto was my home for the longest time, but now I feel like Chiang Mai is my true, true home, uh, my, where my heart lives kind of thing. And so I was moving back, and obviously I, I don't have a lot of... I have a lot of friends back in Toronto because I did spend a lot of years there, 10, 15 years. Um, so I do know a lot of people there. But um, there's a couple of people that I really just hang out with when I go there. And mostly I just hang out with my family because that's the reason I go there is to visit my family, to kind of make them feel better about the fact that I'm far away. And then I hope that this kind of like will build up enough so that they can feel good about letting me go for a few months. But there's a couple of people that I do hang out with. And there's one individual, he is an ENTP. He's great. He's one of my really good friends. And I always meet up with him whenever I go back home. Um, but one of the things that I hate and I absolutely despise is saying goodbye to him every single time because, you know, obviously I'm leaving and, you know, I know that I'm not going to see him for a few months. He's also really, really sick. Um, he has MS, which means that there is a possibility, well, touch wood, hopefully never, 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 but there's a possibility that he might get really sick while I'm away and, you know, um, something might happen. And so in that regard as well, I'm always really, really wary and really, I really despise saying goodbye to him. And so I completely avoided <laughs> as much as possible. Uh, fortunately, he's a good guy and he knows what kind of person I am. And so he always kind of makes sure that I, he meets up with me once at least before I, before I leave. Always making sure that, you know, he's like, Where, when are you leaving? Is it tomorrow or day after tomorrow? I'm going to come and see you for 15 minutes before you leave. And so this happened last time as well, uh, just a few weeks ago. You know, I, I'm sitting there and he texts me. He's like, I'm coming over for 15 minutes just to drop off something and to say goodbye and to give you a hug because you're going to be gone for a few months. And of course, me in my, in my thing where I'm just like, come, sometimes I do think that I'm a little bit cold. You know, I message him back saying, I'm going to be back in a few months. You don't actually really have to come. You know, I mean, it's fine. I'm, I'll be back in September. It's only nine months. It'll pass by like that. And so obviously he's like, it's nine months. <laughs> That's a long time. I have to come see you at least once before you leave. I, it's only going to be 15 minutes. And so I'm like, but, you know, I have to go to sleep. I have work in the morning. I, I, I just don't know. My parents are at home, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I will come to the door. I'll give you my gift, my Christmas present for you. And I will walk away. That's all. I just want to give you a quick hug. That's all. So I'm like, all right, fine. Come and visit me. 
Now, of course, if you read this exchange, it was just all about text, obviously, because he knows I hate talking on the phone. So if you read this exchange, you'd obviously think that I was an absolute douche. I was uh, an absolute <laughs> cold, robotic individual who has no feeling and no emotion for anyone on this planet. And that's one of the reasons why I think INFJs, one of the many reasons why INFJs come across as unfeeling people, even though we do feel a lot. One of the reasons why I didn't want to see him was because I did not want to have that conversation. I did not want to have to see him and feel that emotion of loss because that's what I would feel. I'd see him and I'd think to myself, God, I'm not going to see him for nine months. Damn it. What the hell? Why do I have to leave again? And then, But I'd be like, but I love Chiang Mai. I want to live there. I don't want to live here. And so it'll bring up all these random emotions in me and it'll make me feel and I don't want to feel. I want to be a robot. I want to pretend like everything is fine. I want to pretend like nothing matters and no one matters and I don't care about anyone. All of this stuff. And so I don't want to see him. And the same kind of thing happened when I was obviously saying goodbye to my parents. Now, my mom always cries when I leave. Um, and I always wonder to myself, you know, why can't I cry at these situations? I always think to myself, why is it so difficult for us to show emotions? Especially in situations where... It's all right to, to show emotion. I'm not going to see them for nine months. They're my parents. I love them. But I could not cry. In fact, I was so excited about the fact that I was going to Chiang Mai, to my home, that I was actually happy about the fact that I was leaving. Not happy that I was leaving them, but happy that I was leaving Toronto. It was cold that day, too. <laughs> it was freezing. It was like minus 28 or something. It was so cold, and I, was, I, I couldn't go out all day. And I was like, yes, I'm going back to the heat. And so I was actually really, really happy that I was leaving. Now, of course, as I've said before in a previous video, we're very good at compartmentalizing our emotions. And I knew that in the moment, at that moment, I was really happy that I was leaving. I was going back to my house, um, to my home. But I knew that eventually when I got to Chiang Mai and I'd be sitting there by myself in my room here somewhere, I would actually process the emotion of loss and the fact that I'm away from my family and the fact that I miss them and I will miss them and I love them and I want to be around them if I could transport all of them, all the people I love to Chiang Mai and have them live here around me, that would be ideal. But of course, life doesn't work that way. And so I would actually deal with it afterwards. In that moment in time when I was saying goodbye to my mother, she was crying and I was happy on the inside. Of course, I didn't show it. But I was happy on the inside because I was, you know, going back to my house. Um, and so, if, if again, if you saw it from the outside in, you would think, wow, she's a very cruel INFJ. Or she's a very cold individual. She doesn't really care about her mother or things like that, right? That's one of the reasons why I sometimes despise being an INFJ is because not only is it so hard for us to show emotion, even in situations, as I said, that are really easy to show emotions. You're saying goodbye to someone. You're not going to see them for a while. You love them. You like hanging out with them. You can show a little bit of sadness. But, but it's absolutely freaking impossible sometimes for me. I'm actually never, I've never, I've never done that. I've never cried when I said goodbye to, myself, goodbye to someone. Even my INTJ sister, and she's an INTJ. And I'm telling you, she is really, really strong, really stoic. And even she cried when I said goodbye to her. And I think to myself, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I mean, I'm supposed to be the feeler here. She's the thinker, but she had tears in her eyes, and, um, and I didn't. Uh, I was like, oh, we're going to see each other soon. It's fine. Everything's fine. And so, again, this is the problem sometimes with being an INFJ. Now, as I've said before, I love being an I love being who I am. I love every aspect of myself. I, like, I try to like every aspect of myself as much as possible. But the fact that I don't like saying goodbyes or I can't show emotions in these kind of situations, which are pretty 
much basic, right? Like being at a funeral and not being able to cry or not being able to be sad. Again, these are situations where it's pretty typical, it's pretty normal to feel emotions and to be sad or to show some kind of emotion, but we just can't. And that's one of the reasons why I hate goodbyes. I just hate going and saying goodbye to someone because I know that they're expecting me to have certain emotions. They're expecting me to cry or to be sad or to show some kind of, you know, some kind of negativity, some kind of grief. And I just can't even muster up a smidgen of grief for that person in that moment in time. Because as INFJs, we always deal with our emotions on our own. I know that when I go back home or when I get wherever I'm supposed to get to in my own safe space in my cave, then I will be able to process that emotion and think to myself, wow, I really gonna, I'm really going to miss that person. Oh, that's so sad. I can't believe I'm not going to see them for a while. Or I can't believe that we had to say goodbye, blah, blah, blah. Right? Um, I, I know you guys probably remember this, probably from the videos you remember. I used to live in a jungle, um, in the jungle, in, in the Thai jungle uh, down south in last year in a place called The Sanctuary. And I was working there. I was helping them out with certain things marketing-wise. And I had to leave because my parent, one of my parents got sick. And so I left and I came back and I went back to Toronto. But in that moment in time, I was saying goodbye to everyone and I had formed really good bonds with all of them. They were re- they're really good people. I love them so much. Um, and But again, the same thing. They were like, are you going to miss us? Are you going to be sad? Are you sad that you're leaving? And I, was, and I really had to force myself and really muster up that thing like, yes, I'm, I am going to feel. I am going to miss you guys. I really had to try and be like, okay, yes, please say yes, please say yes. But in my heart and in my mind, in that moment in time, I was like, I was excited. I was going to go see my family. I was going to be with my friends and I was going to be back home and take care of my mother. And it was just like, well, I was excited. I was happy that I was trying or going on to a new chapter in my life. And I was saying goodbye to this old chapter. And so again, I hate saying goodbyes. I hate saying goodbye to situations. I hate saying goodbye to people, to places, to anything. It really, it's just, I'm really terrible at it. I'm not good at it. People expect certain things out of me and I just, I can't even, I can't give them what they want. It always makes me feel like a bad person. I just hate it because it makes me feel like, oh my God, I'm such a terrible human being. Why can't I just feel some kind of real emotion about this situation? Everyone else is and everyone else will be crying and I'll just be standing there thinking, oh shit, am I supposed to cry as well? I really want to cry, but I can't. Oh God, I'm a terrible person. Anyways, I hope this makes sense to you guys. I hope that I was able to explain myself to you. If you guys have any questions at all, please message me anytime. All my contact information is in the description below. And you can comment below as well, obviously. I read all comments. And I shall see you guys in the next video. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.